Hey everyone, welcome to Dialegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I'm the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. And my name is Kyra Gold and we are married and have an incredible son named Axel who was born in March of 2020. Amen. On today's episode of Dialegami, we're kicking off day four of five of This is Unhurried, The Pace of Grace. If you've missed any episode in the lead up to this, be sure to go back and check those out. They are so full of wisdom and nuggets of truth to meditate on. In case you've missed any of the previous days, we have been spending the past three days, as he said, going into day four of five, unpacking what God teaches us about the gospel rhythms, about the spirit-led rhythms, about the biblical rhythms of work and rest as modeled by Jesus and taught in his word. Mm Mm-hmm unhurried the pace of grace it's it's not a curated space of shame or a place of blame it's not a space to minimize or exaggerate our suffering trials or weaknesses instead it's simply a space to be pointed to jesus right so that we may go to him we hope to prayerfully expose the contradiction of hasty christianity to expose the pride covered hurry up in order to accomplish big things as fast as we can ideology to ruthlessly eradicate the restlessly doing the most as fast as we anxiously can and saying it's to please God culture plaguing many hearts and minds today. Mm-hmm. We pray that God in and through this series brings you deep gospel centered encouragement, the type of encouragement that cultivates surrender, humility, and a deepening hope and satisfaction in God bearing the fruit of obedience to him. Amen. There is something so all-provokingly beautiful that happens when we live in the certitude of hope that is found in Jesus. When we marvel with a deepening awe at his love, when we walk surrendered and submitted to his sovereignty, when we live awakened to the hope and beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we pray that these glorious truths permeate this week, saturating each day, extinguishing our restlessness in his name. Amen. This unhurried week will culminate in our annual one-day retreat for those of you who go to For the People's Church. And for those listening who do not call FTPC home, we encourage you to take intentional time to participate in active rest because living unhurried while necessary for body, soul, and spiritual health does not come naturally to us. Many of us sprint from thing to thing, living distracted from our principal pursuit, which is Jesus. Exactly. So make sure you stay tuned through the end of each episode as we will be ending each day with questions for reflection. And if you have not yet prayed before listening to this episode, press pause right now and pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to apply his word to your heart, bringing fresh revelation and illumination in Jesus name. With all of that being said, let's jump right into day four of This is Unhurried, The Pace of grace. Let's do it. Today's episode is going to be centered around humility. Proverbs 22:4 says, "Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life." Mm, amen. Wow. In the New Testament, the word for humility is the Greek word taponophrosine, which is a really fun word to say and it means low or lowliness. 
specifically the lowliness of our human pride or what some may classify as ego. Right. This humility, it is not learned. This humility is received. Mm, it is received by God's awakening grace, comparing ourselves with the completely undeserved grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Instead of what we typically do when we compare ourselves to other sinful, broken people just like ourselves. Right, right. True humility is living in complete and utter dependence on God with no reliance on self, which is modeled perfectly in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Who actually sweat blood in anguish of the cross he was about to face for you and me to receive life. And he prays a humbling prayer to God the Father after pleading three times to take this cup of suffering away from him. And he says this, not my will, but your will be done. Mm, Amen. Amen. Wow. I mean, talk about humility. Mm. Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, fully man and fully God, humbled himself, becoming obedient to death on a cross. Wow. So that you and I could have life and be free from the bondage, death, and decay of sin. Mm. This is the humility we are instructed to embody in our walk. Mm. We read in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 this, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. Mm. Selfish ambition in common Greek is this word, erethia, which means acting for one's own gain regardless of the discord or or strife it causes. Mm. Ultimately, selfish ambition places self-interest ahead of what the Lord declares is right and good. Mm. And vain conceit, on the other hand, is a state of pride which is without basis or justification. Mm. Mm. And this verse is stating quite clearly that we cannot look to the interests of others if we are consumed with the interests of ourselves. Wow, so true. And Jesus calls us to lay it all down before him and walk like him. Mm, amen. First John chapter 2, verses 3-6 through six says this, We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Amen, amen. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Amen. Wow. Thank you for taking us through those definitions as well of the Greek words for selfish ambition and and what humility uh, truly is, what the New Testament word for humility is as well. Of course. It takes humility to enter into God's rest. In James chapter four, verse 10, we read, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Mm. Oftentimes I notice that vain conceit, that selfish ambition is, is a defense mechanism. 
rooted in a false sense of self-reliance. Arrogance is often a protection mechanism for people who think they can only trust themselves. Wow, that's real. We try to elevate ourselves to reach a level of worldly success instead of knowing that God will lift us up as we humble ourselves before him. Amen. We need to be unhurried enough and humble enough to trust that while the work on this side of eternity will never be done, right? There are Mm -hmm. always going to be something else that needs to get done. But we can rest because God is working. Mm, That's good. Even when we are not. Thank you, Jesus. And it is actually God who is working in and through us. Yeah, amen. Some of us have built altars on wealth, on admiration. Some of us seek our worth in a salary amount or in accomplishments, making idols out of the very people we are called to serve and to love. Mm. We must crucify this pride. Right. We must crucify the desire we have for affirmation from people outside of God. Mm. We've each been given gifts to steward for the glory of God. We've each been given gifts to steward for the growth of the church. Mm-hmm. We've each been given gifts to steward for the good of our neighbors. Yeah. We must ask the Holy Spirit to help us. We must ask him to refine our ambition and to reframe our self-confidence that's built on rocky ground and shifting shadows of ourselves. Yes, Lord. To instead be rooted in, to be built upon an unwavering confidence in the one who made us. Amen. In John fifteen five, we read Jesus say, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. We see here that without Jesus, We are capable of no Jesus exalting thing. Yeah. Without God, we are capable of no God glorifying thing. Mm. Dear friend, you might think that your weakness makes you unworthy, Mm. but we are all weak and we are all unworthy outside of Christ. Right. We read in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, Mm. I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Mm. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Mm. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Mm. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, Mm. in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Wow. So believe it or not, You glorify our God by needing him. Wow. You glorify our God and show the supremacy of our God by asking him for help. Wow. You show faith in our father in heaven by counting on him, by entrusting yourselves to him alone. Amen. As we recognize our condition of helplessness 
and firmly rely on the free grace from a self-sufficient Savior who rescued us. Mm. Then we get to dance in his love forever. Mm. Receiving the awe-provoking gift and privilege of being called to love like we've been loved. Mm. You cannot be unhurried enough to live as Jesus has called us to without sharing in his humility. Right. Dear friend, please know that the gospel is not a help wanted ad. Mm. God does not need any of us to accomplish his purpose. Right. But in his sovereignty and his all knowingness and complete and perfect wisdom, he chooses to use us by the power and work of his spirit to administer his gospel to the souls of other humans. Wow. He calls us his co-workers. And he has entrusted us with his interests, with his vision and mission. Mm. Will we acknowledge our helplessness before him in our Christian service? Wow. Will we seek his counsel as his children? Will we pray like we know he is in control? That's good. He is the giver. And we have received every good thing in Christ. Amen. And we have seven additional questions of reflection for y'all to go alongside the ones that I just asked at the end of that section. Starting as always with our first two questions. Question number one, what is God revealing to you about himself and his character in Philippians chapter two, verses three and four, James chapter four, verse 10, and the other verses referenced in this episode? Question number two, how has God brought encouragement to you through his word in this episode? How has he brought challenge to you through these verses? What specifically is he confronting? Question number three, what is God doing in your heart by opening your eyes to a deepening recognition of our need for his grace and mercy? Question number four. Are you spending unhurried time each day praying to God and calling upon his name? Do you believe that the power to do and accomplish anything for the glory of God truly rests in God's sovereign hands? Question number five, how is God using the sufferings in your life to train you to be humbly obedient? Question number six. Where are some areas and or circumstances where you know that you are more tempted to seek the praise and admiration of others and not God's? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the root. And lastly, question number seven, what is God asking you to do today by the power and work of his spirit to cultivate a life of Christ-like humility? Amen. Amen. Those are some good, challenging, confronting questions we have Such today. Such good questions. I can't wait to dive into them myself. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for inviting us to share in your humility. Thank you that as we are humble before you, you will lift us up in your name for your glory and our good. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for day four. Thank you so much for listening. We are greatly humbled that you're here with us. Be sure to check back in again every day this week to join us for This Is Unhurried, The Pace of Grace. And if you would like to support this free resource, check out the link in the description of this episode. 
And if you feel led, we would also love to hear from you in an email, DM, or a review on Apple Podcasts to hear what the Lord is highlighting to you through his word in each episode. And in the meantime, remember this, always to love God, love his church, and faithfully build your foundation on him. In Christ with prayers and love, do you like my The People's Conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.